Isn't it great to be able to pause in a busy life and stop and give thanks for the life of the gift, not just the life, but the gift of two gorgeous children? I think it's such a special thing to be able to do. Just to say, you, know, uh, you may be parents here and you think, actually, we want to do that with our kids. There's no point of age where you can't do that. Okay? They don't have to be cute and cuddly. Six foot two still works. <laughs> if you're willing and they're willing, we'll do it. <sighs> right, well, children, listen up, please. If you're a child here, I need your attention particularly because I'm going to be asking for your help in a moment. And you need to know, at any age, including you, Kit, who's looking very optimistic because you know what I've got in this bag. You won't get chosen. I'm sorry, sweet. (laughs) You need to know this. I'm going to use a word. And I'm going to say this word. I'm going to say volunteer. And when I say volunteer, I'm going to be looking for children put their hands up. If you're going to help me, okay? I'm going to need helpers. Sometimes I'll choose particular age children because sometimes I'm going to say I need a volunteer who can read, for example. And so you make out, oh, I don't know whether I want to do a reading. Or uh, other times I'm going to need volunteers to do other bits and pieces. But uh, children, listen out because when in a, not, not yet, but when I use that word volunteer in a moment, it means I'm looking for a helper. And helpers get rewards. Don't get too excited. So today we're, uh, we're starting a new preaching series as a church. And uh, we're going to be spending probably about the next four months uh, working through the book of 1 Thessalonians. And uh, the reason we're going to do that is it's a great book. It's one of the earliest books written uh, uh, in the New Testament. And uh, the reason it was written is Paul went to a group of people in a place called Thessalonica. And he started to share the gospel. And he saw people become Christians in this town. But very quickly, we think probably after about three weeks of being in the town, Paul was run out of the town. He was forced to leave the town. An angry mob basically ejected him from the town. And so unlike Paul's usual habit, which was to stay with a bunch of believers for a whole time and teach them and train them, it would appear Paul wrote two letters to them, one Thessalonians and two Thessalonians. And he was writing to new believers saying, this is how to live. And we're going to spend some time over the next four months looking through one Thessalonians and maybe eventually we'll even get to two Thessalonians because it's got, it, there's so much rich stuff in there, not actually just for new believers, but to challenge all people who are Christians, who are following Jesus about how we live our lives. And so we're going to be using the next few months to do that. As part of that, I just want to highlight a book um, which you may feel you'd like to do or like to use. Um, It's part of a devotional series called Straight to the Heart of, written by a man called Phil Moore, who's a very gifted theologian. And he has written a number of what I would call devotional commentaries. Basically, it's like your, your Bible reading notes, but instead of your Bible reading notes perhaps following a theme, it takes you through a book of the Bible. And uh, he's written one here, which is 1 Thessalonians to Titus. It actually covers five books of the Bible. 
So this must be amazing value when I say you could have it for six pounds or whatever you can afford. If you can afford less, you can have it for less. If you can afford nothing, you can have it for nothing, so long as you use it. And by using it, I don't mean holding up your bed or a wonky chest of drawers or anything else. So Jan's bought a load of copies. They're in the bookshop today. If you feel you would like to use a devotional study guide, which uh, will run alongside this, uh, just to help you in your weekly devo- or your daily devotions or doing it once a week or however you want to use it, they're there, they're in the bookshop, straight to the heart series, Phil Moore, 1 Thessalonians to Titus, £6. On the back, it says £14.99. Oh, that's dollars. £8.99. So we're, you've got a third off if you pick it up from the bookshop in this season. If we run out of copies, we will, uh, I'm sure, get hold of more. So I just want to highlight that. This one says 60 bite-sized insights from 1 and 2 Thessalonians, 1 and 2 Timothy and Titus. They're a great series, wonderful tool to help you if you're wanting to study a book of the Bible. And I think he's covered something like about 20 books now of the Bible in this series. So not just Thessalonians, if you're trying to study another book of the Bible, great resource to dig into. So today we're going to start uh, looking at 1 Thessalonians, and we're only going to actually read the first three verses. And I thought it'd be great to have a volunteer to help me read those verses. I'm not seeing any hands going up. Where, where, where? Did I see a hand? Volunteers? Oh. Yeah, Brian, I'm sorry you're a bit old. Bless you. I did say children, mate. (laughs) Well, yeah. Hang on. Oh, there's more than one. Sorry, the, the bright lights I'm missing. Right. If you are a volunteer and you're prepared to do a reading for me and you're under the age of 18, 16 actually, 16, <laughs> put your hand up. Give us a wave. We've got one at the back there. We've got one and two here. Okay, here we go. Let, I'm, I'm sorry, Matt. We're going to start at the back. So I don't know your name. Come and join us. Is it Freya? Great, Freya. Let's give Freya a round of applause because this is massive. Come and jump up here. Oh, okay. Right, how's your reading? Do you, do you think you could read from there to there? Would that be okay? Uh, yep, so we'll start with the word Paul and we'll finish with the word Christ. Is that okay? I'm going to hold the microphone for you. Okay, so we're reading 1 Thessalonians 1. Verses 1 to 3, and Freya's going to read it for us. Yeah, you start there. Silas. Timothy. Okay, so Paul, Silas, and Timothy. You don't want to do it? Are you sure? Go on. Does somebody want to come and give Freya a cuddle and help her? Yay! She's a good reader. I think the Paul, Silas, and Timothy bit's thrown her a little bit. The names do. Yep. Come on, you can do it. So, Paul, Silas, and Timothy. You can read that bit there. Paul, Silas, and Timothy to the church of. I'll do that bit. The Thessalonians. In the God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and. Peace to you. Then, then go there. Don't, don't read that bit. Just read that bit. 
we always thank God for all of you mentioning you in our prayers. We continually continually remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith your labour 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 promoted by love prompted prompted by love and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Fantastic. Well done, Freya. Hang in there. Wait there. Wait, wait. Now, Freya, I think you've done such a good job, you can take two things out of there, because this is your brother, is it? So do you want to share one with your brother? He can have one and you can have the other. How about that? Well, there's a suggestion. <laughs> well done. Very good. Thank you. Well done. Okay. Well, they're really simple verses, aren't they? I don't know why I'm using that. Paul's introductions to his books are just as ram-packed as his conclusions. And today what I want us to do is focus on one very simple verse. On a day where we're giving thanks, there's this wonderful bit in verse 2 which says this, We always thank God for all of you. I want to ask the question, what's it mean to be thankful? What's it mean to be thankful? How can we have that lifestyle where we always want to give thanks in all circumstances, because, you know, Paul always seems to be giving thanks in his letters. He talks about it in his letters. He says, give thanks in every circumstance. And man, Paul had some interesting circumstances. He was flogged. He suffered shipwreck. I mean, you know, this, this man went through all sorts of stuff. If you're taking notes and you want to follow this up, you may want to look at Ephesians 5.20 or... Uh, Philippians 4 verse 6 or 1 Thessalonians 5.18 for other examples of where he talks about giving thanks. Paul was a man who loved to give thanks. He was a thankful man. He had a thankful heart. But you know, that theme isn't just limited to Paul. The Bible encourages us to be thankful. Encourages through and through scripture to be thankful. You read the Psalms. Wow. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. We read so much in the scriptures about being thankful. And so this morning, just for a few minutes, I want to think about how we can be thankful. How we can be a thankful people. Because, of course, thankfulness ultimately leads us also to worship. And do you know what? Even psychologists now recognize that expressing thanks, expressing gratitude is really important. They would say it's an essential part of somebody being rounded and healthy and well is that people can express thanks. Of course, some of us find that really hard. Somebody once said this, gratitude unexpressed 
is plain ingratitude. Thankfulness has to be expressed. Thankfulness needs to be expressed. So I think we should give this a go. This could be chaos. Probably will be. I need two volunteers, please. One. Did I see a volunteer over there somewhere? No? Are you sure? Are you positive? Okay. Not picking on anyone. Yeah, sorry, the same age limit still applies, Reg. <laughs> you can't volunteer others. Right, come on, we're going to have another Bentley boy then. We'll have two Bentley brothers. Now, what these guys are going to do is they are going to come to you with one of these microphones and you are going to have an opportunity to express something you want to be thankful for. Okay? You need to do it in less than 10 words. And we'll take it turns. So you need to have your hands really high up because they're going to come and find you. But they're small, so they can squeeze down through the row, so it's dead easy. So there's a microphone. It's on. If you say boo, that will come out, okay? There's a microphone. So now people are going to put their hands up, and you're going to run around this auditorium to a person, and they'll say something, and then run on to the next one. Is that okay? Guys, that makes sense? You happy with that? So, guys, go. Go, go, go. Find somebody. Thank you. Your new house. I, I don't think that one's on. quite on, on, Alex. Okay, go for it. Thank you, thank you to Sarah for being my lovely wife. Sarah, your lovely wife. Wonderful. Thank you, God, for the breath I breathe. Wonderful. For saving me. Great. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being with the children each week. Great. Loads here. Thank you for the summer holidays. Hooray! Uh, thank you, Lord, for my beautiful daughter, Abigail. Wonderful. Thank you for 23 years of marriage today. Yay! <laughs> Woo! Happy anniversary. Thank you for 23 years of marriage today. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you, Lord. I thank, thank you, Lord, for bringing me to Alton and for my beautiful new granddaughter. Wonderful, wonderful. I thank you, Lord, that you saved me. Hallelujah. There's one right at the back over there. Anybody else? Oh, over here. Come find Jonathan on the front row there. I'd like to thank Mari Hall for being such an amazing, supportive friend. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'd like to thank God for the safe arrival of Jude Tobias. Yeah, amen, amen. Anyone else? Sorry, it's uh, not always easy to see arms up in the air. Wave them nice and high. Anybody else want to help? Yeah, come on, one over, right over on the back there. I want Peter over there. We'll go Peter first. Grateful to spend, spend the week with my four adult children a, a week ago in Pembrokeshire. Wonderful. Really appreciated Good. I'm grateful for my freedom. Fantastic. Freedom. Isn't that wonderful? God brings freedom and liberty. Got one more over there. Just, can you see? Anyone else? Very nice. So I'm not quite sure I got that one. What was that? Something very nice. Well done. Thank, okay. you, thank you, Father, for your unconditional and unfailing love. Yeah, wonderful. Amen. Okay, I reckon that's, uh, I think we're pretty much there. Anybody else? Last chance to speak now? No. Right up the back there. 
I just want to thank God for the live group. All the people, they are very supportive. Ah, oh, wonderful. Very good. Very good. Boys, do you want to head back with the mics? And you can lucky dip in there. Oh, you can even look in there if you want. <laughs> thank you, boys. Well done. There's so many ways we can say thank you, aren't there? There's so much we can give thanks for. And uh, finding time just to stop and think. What can I say thank you for? Thank you for good service in a shop. Thank you for how you've treated me. Thank you for your provision, God. For your love, there's so, so many things we can thank God for. Thank you to a spouse for 23 years of married life together. Children saying thank you to parents for their love and their care. Parents saying thank you to their children for all they bring into our lives. There are just so many different ways we can express thanks. The power of thankfulness is essential not only to a healthy lifestyle, but it's essential to who we are, who we're called to be, to give thanks. Somebody once said this, it's not happy people who are, who are thankful, but thankful people who are happy. I'll say that one again. It's not happy people who are thankful, but thankful people who are happy. Of course, the challenge is How do we become thankful? Paul, as we've just talked about, he was flogged, he was persecuted, he endured shipwrecks, he endured hardship, ends up in prison for the gospel. He gives us a clue about thankfulness and where his thankfulness comes from in a letter to a church in Philippi. Any volunteers? To read a passage from Philippians? We've already had you once, so let's have somebody different if we can. Did I see a hand at the back there? Are you up for it? No. Okay. Anyone else? Ah, over there. Come on, come and join us. Great. Come and join us. Well done. Okay. Do you want to just... uh, So I just need to check which, uh... yeah, okay. So we're going to read, don't worry, no, you can stand, don't worry. Can you read from that word there? That's rejoice. And can you read to the word Jesus there? Is that okay? There you go. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Your Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanks to giving me presents and requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, you would guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Brilliant. What's your name? Bradley. Sorry? Bradley. Bradley. Well done. Well done, Bradley. Let's find something for you. There you go. You can have a rummage in there. Good man. Well done, Bradley. Thank you. 
Paul's encouragement. Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. I said again, rejoice, he says. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And then what happens? And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I didn't ask Bradley to read this next verse, but I meant to. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And you know, I'd like to suggest to us this. This is what makes us thankful. First of all, getting God's perspective. We need God's perspective on life. Life itself can just be so pressured, so full. Just things after things after things. But when we get God's perspective, when we understand who God is, when we acknowledge all he's done for us, how he's cared for us, how he's provided for us, and also what he is doing in our lives, not just what he's done past, and his desire for what he wants to do in our lives, because he's a good God who loves to do good things and has got great plans for each of his children. When we get that perspective, we start to see things differently. We can start to rejoice. We can say, hey, I want to thank you, Father, that you're good. Your love endures forever. Paul wasn't always like this. I think when we read these letters, we think Paul was always like this. Surely, you know, Paul was this superhuman Christian who wrote these amazing letters. We need to understand, if we go back to the book of Acts, Paul hated the way. He hated Christians. He persecuted them. He had letters of authority to get, prison, uh, get uh, Christians put into prison. He didn't like them at all. He was a fairly cross young man, I think, probably. An angry young man. And yet here we have Paul saying this. Rejoice. Say the game, friends. Rejoice. Expressing thankfulness comes from understanding God's perspective on our lives. When we realize God's in control, we can trust him. When we realize we can trust him, we can celebrate our circumstances. It doesn't mean that we get into some sort of um, weird sort of karma thing. Well, this is my karma. No, but we know that God is good and trustworthy. He only acts for our good. So even in hardship, even in times of suffering, even in times of persecution, we can still give thanks. No matter what's going on in our lives, we can still be thankful. That's what Paul wants to demonstrate to us. That's his message. It's rejoice in every circumstance. Every circumstance. You may say, you don't know what my life's like. No, I don't. God does. God knows what's going on. God knows what has been going on. And God loves to bring us into a, a place of freedom. As Claire said earlier, Wonderful. Freedom. I want to thank God for my freedom. Wow. He wants to put us in a safe place. He wants to envelop us with his love, his grace, his mercy. He wants to capture us up in understanding who he is. And that leads us to thankfulness. It leads us to being able to say, hey, God, you're good. You're worth it. You're... We can celebrate the goodness and grace of God. And so thankfulness comes from getting a God's perspective on life. 
and then choosing to trust him. We choose to trust him. We say, God, you're good, and we trust you. You could say, though, what stops us, therefore, from being thankful? Well, I think the first thing that stops us from being thankful is this, is when we focus on ourselves. We focus on our hopes, our desires, our ambitions, our needs, our wants. And when those aren't met, we allow disappointment, hurt, and pain into our lives. And that very quickly can lead to anger, resentment, bitterness, or other such things. Friends, we have a choice. We always have choices in life. We can choose to live that way and to allow those things to capture our hearts and lives to affect how we live. Or we can choose the path of thankfulness, celebrating the goodness of God, delighting in him, enjoying his grace and mercy, making that choice. You know, parenting's a tough role. Any parent in this room will say that. It can often be one where little thanks is expressed at the time. A key to the tough and indeed also the easy times is to stay thankful. Is to stay thankful, is to count our blessings, is to remember the goodness of God. If you're a parent and you're struggling and you're thinking, oh, it's just so much, find space, find just, even if it's just one minute, one minute where you can shut a door, one minute spent perhaps longer in the bathroom before a hand knocks on the door, one little place where you can just stop and pause for a moment. And find something to say thank you to God for. And to develop that practice of saying thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for today. Thank you, you've blessed me with children. Thank you, you've blessed me with life. Thank you, you've blessed me with this, this place wherever I live, this home I live in. With the food on the table. You know, giving thanks when we eat is a really, really good thing to do. It's not just about being religious. It's about acknowledging that all good gifts come from God, who's worth it, worthy of all our praise and our worship. Keeping our faith strong, choosing to delight in him, rejoicing in him. Whatever the circumstances, acknowledging all he's done and choosing to be thankful will enable each one of us to live well, whole, healthy lives. And encourage others in the same time to do exactly the same in a world which often just doesn't get what being thankful is all about. Can I recommend it to each and every one of us? Find those opportunities to give thanks. Find those opportunities to celebrate something good. Find those opportunities to celebrate your circumstances. And give thanks to God. For he is good all the time. Amen. We always thank God for all of you, was Paul's comment. Let's allow that to grow in each of our hearts. Let's be thankful to God. We're going to conclude at this point. I just want to make this opportunity. If you're struggling at this point in time, you're struggling to see anything you can give thanks for, you feel your circumstances are overrunning you, 
You can't get a God perspective. Please don't leave here and thinking, oh, I just feel even more of a failure now. I can't do that. Please come and get somebody to pray for you, to stand with you. We have a prayer team in this church who love to stand with people and pray for you. And so please make yourself available of that. They'll be available at the front here if you just come down the front. Or if you're a bit shy and you think, oh, I don't know whether I want to do that, ask somebody to just come and grab somebody from the prayer team. We're going to conclude, though, with a song if we could have the band back, please. That would be fantastic. And uh, also just to say, if uh, you're thinking you want to take the opportunity to give thanks for children which God has given you for, which God has given you, if you want to take that opportunity to give thanks, please get in touch with us. We'll be doing another Thanksgiving in a couple of months' time. We love to celebrate the goodness of God in all the wide diversity of ways in which we can. And that's one of them. Peter. Peter.